0: morning and good afternoon depending on wherever you at the time of this recording this is episode 117 of the strength is on podcast and i'm with a great crew today Kyrie, introduce yourself to the people out there man
1: what's going on fellas what's going on viewers glad to be back with y'all and giving give uh, the fans
0: another good episode absolutely man i can't wait lodge introduce yourself to the people out there man
2: hey, yo what's good everybody lodge we back trying to have a fun little pod we, we are just get into it. My boys, let's get
0: into it. <laughs> I know you can't wait to start talking, man. I can't wait, to man. Yeah, I don't,
2: I don't got to talk about my squad, so it's just kind of, like, it's kind of comforting, bro. So, yeah, yo, it, man, it really is. It
1: really, is. really it
0: is. We, we I was was talking. Talking I don't like really no got nothing to get especially. emotional about. Exactly.
2: Hey. We got no emotions involved in this one today, so.
0: Hey, you guys are trying to trade away manual quickly. I don't approve it at all. <laughs> Not one bit. But, it depends on who
2: it's for, but another conversation for another time.
0: Us, absolutely. So with that, we're focusing on the younger generation of the NBA world. Recently, the 2023 NBA draft happened just a little bit last week. Uh, If you haven't checked out the previous episode, me and Kyrie did the Western Conference. We did our analysis. We graded each team in their picks, and we're going to do the same this time for the Eastern Conference. And with that being said, we'll be going in division by division. So with that, we started off with the Boston Celtics. Man, the Celtics drafted Jordan Walsh from Arkansas University. Now, Kyrie, what was your thoughts on this when they made the draft selection? And how do you think he fits for the Boston Celtics, and what grade do you give it to him? Um, One,
1: the Celtics were confusing me a little bit throughout the night because they traded down a couple times, and I couldn't really get a gauge on what they were looking for. At first, mm-hmm. I thought they laid a James Nazi over here from Spain, which I thought was a good fix, because they needed another big man in my opinion. But when they went to Jordan Walsh, another defensive-minded prospect, even though he's a wing and did it put up a lot of points, or didn't really have like a, a great like stat line. I would guess I would right. say at, uh, at Arkansas this season, he's right. still a good pick here at number um, what is it thirty six? I think uh, thirty eight. I'm sorry, 38. At number thirty eight. Yeah, he's still a good pick here because I think the Boston one. I think they're going to lose Grant Williams this off season, mm-hmm. and with that, he's a guy. Jordan Walsh is a guy that doesn't need the ball in his hands at all, and he's not really a creator for himself. He's more of a like like a pick and roller. He's more of a cutter, a back, a backdoor uh, cutter, and um, he's a he's a defensive player and he's an energizer. So I think he's just gonna fit in perfectly with those guys, um, especially uh, with them picking up Christophorzingers. The scoring is gonna, the scoring load is gonna be all on them guys, them, uh, him, Tatum, and and, and Brown. And uh, I think he just comes in there. He might he might get some reps in with the G League. He might not uh, start off playing for um, uh, like at first might get not start getting, uh, getting a lot of minutes, but. I think he I think he's gonna fit in uh but in well long term. Like I said, it depends on my minded prospect, that brings a lot of energy. So for the uh for what they where they got him at, I've gotta give him a a B plus.
0: A B plus? I was thinking B between B plus lives. what's your thoughts on Jordan Wallace going to the Celtics and what grade do you give him? how do you think that about
2: the Boston Celtics can be? I think it's a perfect fit, like reset considering Grant Williams is mainly more than likely gonna depart, which I think is for the best considering the way he kind of I guess, kind of plateaued with his peak and what he could do for them. I feel like Jordan Walsh can kind of bring a little bit more, I guess, more athleticism on the defensive side of the ball, as well as on the offense as far as running the floor on fast breaks. Um, it's just, I, I love it, I honestly. um, Just like Reese said, I hope he – for some odd reason, I do have faith that he'll get some type of minutes throughout this the, the, the season. Maybe not in the playoffs, but we've seen Christian Brown in the playoffs this past, this past play, uh, final. So you never know. But, um, I honestly do feel like he's a, definitely a long term pick, a guy kind of like a glue guy for their, like, next generation. Kind of like a, kind of like a Marcus Smart replacement too, in a way, because he's literally, like, bred on straight defense and energy. Maybe not as vocal yet, but I feel like eventually when, when the time comes, he'll be that type of guy for them.
0: Man, I think the South has made a uh, a great choice with picking him. Uh, I didn't think he was gonna be declaring this year. I thought I kind of had him as a two year guy. Uh, Kyrie. I'm not gonna lie, they had him coming out a sophomore year, not up to cut you off, year. Colin.
2: Not to cut you off, Colin. But honestly, his game kind of isn't really time dependent. Really, right? It's not like he, It's not like his second right. year. It's not like. Honestly, honestly, from what I what I see from his game, I wouldn't depend on his second year and get him getting a jump shot. I'd rather him just come into the league and get that work done because honestly, he'll get his most of his excitement and his confidence on the defensive side. Him getting balls down low, pushing down, pushing the four down low, getting a dunk, passing off to a guy in the corner, or getting hit in the three after getting a steal, something like that. So, I feel like his game was timeless. But keep going, Colin. My bad. No, that's
0: good. That's good.
2: And just to add on to that, like in if he were to go back another
1: season at Arkansas and I'm not, I, I got to look at the recruiting class. I don't know who they're getting in and, and how big they are, but even if he would have, if he would have improved his draft, like which I think he could have, he probably wouldn't have ended up in a situation like Boston, a team that just was in the Eastern Conference finals this past season, just in the finals last year. And um they're very good at developing talent and, and, and helping guys play to their, to their, uh to their strengths. We just, we're just mentioning with Grant Williams, who, kind of came on into the, like in the playoffs or like later in the regular season, a few seasons back. And they just played through a stress and they, they had him uh just do things that they know he could do and didn't ask too much of him And I, I can see them doing the same thing. with him.
0: And that's absolutely fair. That's a great analysis from both of you guys. So I think the Celtics made a solid pick. Kyrie gave him a B plus. Lodge gave him a B, B plus as well. Got you. Yes, so B plus consensus. So, like I said, for the viewers, we're starting off with the Atlantic. We're going by division by division for the Eastern Conference. So right now in the, in the Atlantic Division, which is the Celtics, the Sixers, obviously gave away, forsake their draft picks for tampering, right? So painful memories in terms of that. Yeah, Lars, well, Don't don't say nothing. The Knicks also didn't have any draft picks. <laughs> so we're going straight to the Brooklyn Nets, and they made a lot of interesting draft selections. Uh The most notable ones so far between Noah Clowney, Derek Whitehead, and Jalen Wilson. Man, Derrick Whitehead and Jalen Wilson. I think Brooklyn Nets got something going here with with these draft picks. They drafted Derrick Whitehead with the 22nd pick from Duke University, Noah Clowney from Alabama with the 21st pick, and Jalen Wilson from Kansas, the previous national championship. Uh, So, Kyrie, give me your thoughts on the Brooklyn Nets and drafting these three guys, and how do you think they each fit for the Brooklyn Nets moving forward?
1: I'll start off by saying with their twenty-first pick in Noah Clowney, who I really, really like. Actually, I kind of had them going with Chris Murray there, and I didn't really understand why at first. I thought he was a safer pick, and um, I I could just really see him being a, a great spot of shooter and 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 wing defender off the bench there, starting off and kind of a mold like a, a like a McKellen Cam Johnson were. So uh, I I was kind of confused there, but with Noah Clowney it gives them a, another presence down low, which they kind of needed. Who's a, who's not really big, but kind of like Nick Claxton, who they have down uh, at center. It's very wiry, That's athletic, true. and can go up and grab rebounds, and he's a good lob threat down there too, which I really like. And he he has a budding outside perimeter jump shot, nice lefty stroke that doesn't need to, doesn't seem to need that like doesn't seem to need any like ironing out or anything or fixing or anything like that. Um, he just needs to get some reps in and get some reps in from the NBA, uh, three point line. And I, I definitely feel like that could be something he, uh, he hangs his head on sometime down the line. But as a high energy, uh, big off the, off the bench, I really like that pick for them. Um, with Derek Whitehead, man, I was a huge fan of his coming out of high school, especially being from the Jersey area. Um, he just, he's just been blind by injuries. It's just been unfortunate because it really hindered his game. And this last his, his lone season at Duke, we weren't really to see much of what he was back when he was in college. I mean, mm-hmm. in high school, sorry. So um, the only thing that we really got to see from this, this past season was that he was a good outside jump shooter. Um, shot about forty percent from three, and um, I think the huge swing factor for him is if this is the like if this is the case, I definitely could see him being one of the biggest steals of the draft, and um, a key part of the uh the Brooklyn Nets rebuild is if his but his ball handling ability, his athleticism, which kinda contributes both into his shot creation, gets back to that level we seen at what, what it was at high school. And of course his is his, his um uh, his durability because that's what held him back the most. So if those those things can go right in the the Brooklyn Nets can gotta bring him up um, at a nice pace, at a decent pace and not really run him into the ground and allow his game to develop. I can see him being a very, very nice player there. Um, kind of like a, uh, like a, a, a third, maybe like a third scoring option, sometime down the line, or just a, mm. a, a relied upon outside shooter. But um, lastly with Jalen, lastly with Jalen uh, Wilson, another guy I really liked. Uh, I think he spent like three or four years at Kansas. Just another deadly outside shooter. Um, he dropped and he's been low for a while because he's really not a great finisher at the rim. And um, he's a some mm-hmm. he's a sometimes he defender, sometimes he shows up, and sometimes he's he's non-existent out there. But you know, from day one, he's got a jump shot that's going to translate to the NBA. So uh, I really like the fact that Brooklyn kind of I, I wanted to see them go with another point guard. Maybe they see Derick Whitehead's kind of having those, kind of having those uh, traits, or they see they, something they can develop off of with that. But I kind of wanted to see them go with another point guard. But um, I like the mm-hmm. collection of, of of wing and forward depth that they got. Um, these are young guys that can go out and, and run and have a lot of different skill sets in between them. So I, I got to give the, uh, the pick about a B, just because I really wanted to
0: see him <clears up throat> the card. All right, Kyrie, you giving the Brooklyn Nets a B. lies. talk to me. What's your thoughts on the Brooklyn Nets just selection? So What's the grade you're giving them?
2: To start off with my grade, I'm going to just give them a C plus, and I'm being generous. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Um, okay. So, honestly, the white Whitehead pick, I do like, and I love the, the, the energy towards it and taking the risk on him. Cause I see the talent and what what he can be, right. but just like Ree said, is literally just the, the durability that that's at stake right now. But what Ree pointed out is, the, he he kind of could see them drafting another guard. And what, what I'm looking at now, further down, a few more picks. Would you guys have rather him them pick Nick Smith Jr. at that at that pick instead of D'Angelo Whitehead? I would have liked I would have liked Nick Smith
0: <laughs> I mean, they were both injury prone and they didn't get to show off a lot. Well, I mean, Derek Derek played that's more true. games than Nick Smith. But Nick Smith was hurt for a lot of games. I think that's why he fell as low as he did too. Okay. He definitely yeah, had the I, think,
1: I think. I think. And you know, and,
0: and,
1: you know, and, you know, and to and, be and,
2: honest, they they I didn't want to. I
1: didn't. Up with them.
2: Okay. Right. And I didn't bring that up necessarily uh agreeing to the point that you should have because I honestly, honestly, out of the three, the three picks, the Derrick Whitehead pick is my my, my second favorite, Julian. Uh, Jalen Wilson, honestly, is like you said, another uh, a knockdown shooter they need because they lost one in Joe Harris, who vanished off the face of the earth. Um, but Brilliant. with the the pick, the pick, <laughs> I, I I still I get somewhat, but I still don't understand considering that Chris Murray was sitting right there. I would have mm. thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly preferred Chris Murray getting picked here. I'm um, considering literally that the two guys he's literally kind of built like and play like and Michael Bridges and Cam Johnson are two perfect people to kind of learn under away from your brother. So it's just like, I don't know. I, I, I honestly not, would have preferred. Not to cut you off
1: Bob. I think they out- I think they valued the athleticism of Clowney over Murray's. I think that's what it
2: came down to. But don't yes, you think that the Reek Whitehead though, honestly, but I guess at a different position, but. Yeah. I don't. I, but I just feel like Chris Murray is honestly like the. I wouldn't even say safer pick. It's like the more. Uh, I think you can honestly. I think you still get more out of him. Other than
0: you you, you know Clowney. you know what you're getting, Chris Murray.
2: Exactly. Right. Exactly. So yeah, I, I, that's the main main reason why I gave them a C plus. If they would have drafted, drafted uh, Noah Clowney, I would probably damn near gave them an A an A minus. But. Uh, like I said, the, the risk on Derick Whitehead I like. He's close to home. I hope he, I hope he flourishes. I, I know a lot of people out here are, are really want him to flourish. So I, I'm glad. To, I hope I'm hoping to see him ex- and, and succeed. And Jalen Wilson, he should just be their knockdown shooter for 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 a while. Okay. All right. So, well,
0: said you're feeling pretty generous giving him a C plus. Now, I do want to, I do want to ask you this. So, if you're feeling generous. What was your honest grade reaction?
2: Probably like a solid C, a solid ah, C.
0: Okay. I was thinking he was going to go to like a D, plus maybe. That's what I was thinking because he's feeling really awfully generous. But hey, okay.
1: No, I
2: don't want to go. I not want to go too crazy.
0: I can I see that,
1: too. And another thing I wanted to point out is I'm not really sold or I don't really know about the developmental skills of Jacques Vaughn as a head coach because we've seen him in Orlando mm-hmm. for a while. and They weren't really that exactly. good. I, didn't, I didn't, didn't really see anybody like flourish or expand their game there under him. And um we seen earlier this season with, with uh with the Cam with Cam Thomas, who had like three back to back forty point games. And then like a week later he's right on the bench. And that's not to say Cam Thomas game is got all flaws. Of course he's got him improve in the defensive end and as a as a pastor he's got to that's pass so to teammates a lot more. But I he I feel like he, he just snatched that confidence and that 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 rhythm away from him doing that. And um, Mm. I feel like there was there was a better way to go about trying to get him to play in in a a better way while being who he is as a as a a, a dominant scorer. So that's That's another thing I'm I'm willing to I'm I'm eager to see uh, with the Brooklyn Nets is his uh, his uh, development when when it comes to these young players.
0: Definitely, coaching does make the greatest change in any prospect. The same as it doesn't matter how high the draft pick or where he gets. Or, you know, the pick is depends on what organization you land into and how they factor in your development. So, great point, Kyrie. Great point. Great point, Lodge. We're going to swing into the next team in the Atlantic division, the Toronto Raptors. And they drafted one of my favorite guards from this draft, Grady Dick from Kansas University. And man, I think I like this pick a lot. I'm going to give it a minus, me personally. And I think they drafted him because you got to think Gary Trent Jr., OG Anobi, some of these guys are going into their final years of their contract. So I feel like this is probably the chance for them to come in, probably contribute and show what he can do as a as a prospect. What's your thoughts on it, Lodge? Give me your thoughts on Grady Dick getting drafted by Kansas.
2: Honestly, I mean
0: drafted by Toronto. Consider
2: well, one, I'm, I might even give it an A. Considering, well, <clears throat> I'm going to give it an A minus like you, but. Hmm. Depending on how he ends this season, it may become an A or an A plus, considering how low he went. I was expecting him to get a the draft a little higher, especially when Orlando Maddie drafted Jet Howard two picks up, which I uh, we'll talk about that later. But um, yeah, we, we, we gotta talk about that. But uh, I, I'm gonna give it an A minus. Um, I like his size, his shooting ability. I think he's an underrated defender. I'm not saying he's a. Out there, willing defender, but I feel like there's there's some potential there, especially in in Toronto, who's a defensive type team. Um, he's trying to have guys that are gritty, and so I feel like he'll he'll get a little rub off on him. I see some type of Tyler Hero ish with him, but maybe a little bit more controlled. I don't see him as a, like that much. Uh, I don't I don't know, I don't know the right for where with it, but I see him a little bit more methodical with with his game than a little bit more than Tyler Hill. Tyler Hill is very I feel like free, he's very, uh free, very free, and 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 kind of just yeah, just free. I'm sure. So uh, I'm I, I'm excited for it. Um, I, nobody knows if Fred's going to come back, but if he doesn't, I'm I'm pretty sure he'll have a, a a good green light enough to to have some fun this year. I'm 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 hoping he'll, he'll succeed. I, I'm really leaning towards an A A plus, but
0: I have to see how this season ends for him. Okay, Kyrie, give me a thoughts on Grady Dick, one of the best guards in this draft.
1: Look, man, I'm I'm a huge fan of Grady myself. I uh, really like enjoyed watching my Kansas this season. I have to give this p- a pick a, a solid A. Um, a few episodes back, I actually had him going here in our mock draft at 13. This is exactly where I had him going. Um, I think he's the perfect fit here just because Toronto doesn't really have a lot of consistent outside shooting, and that's exactly what Grady Dick brings. And because he's such a dangerous outside shooter, especially in 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 spot up situations. He's great. He's not great, but he's very good at attacking closeouts and getting to the rim. Where he's a better finisher than a lot of people give him credit for, and he's a lot craftier down there as well. And um, he's a, he's a better athlete than what he was get showcased too. So I, I really like the pick. I think he's a solid, solid player with a great foundation. That's going to. Uh, I think he's going to be one of the most productive rookies starting off, like
0: from mm. like
1: from beginning of October. Like I think he's going to be like one of those, like. Like remember like Benedict Matherin last season. Uh, he yeah. just like popped off in the beginning of the season. It was like, yo, this dude can score. He's not gonna get the same amount of like he's not gonna get the same amount of touches. He's not gonna be looked at to score as much. But I think he's gonna get a lot of opportunities to shoot and a lot of uh a lot of uh looks and transition and um, I think he could be a, a very efficient three point shooter and it's like a high score, um, starting off his um, I, I really, I really love the pick. I, I gotta go with the A here for tomorrow. This is, I think that was their only pick
0: too, so. the only definitely. pick with the 13th pick and they made the right draft selection. Man, my side to see him play. And like you said, Lodge, um definitely gotta wait and see what he does towards the season. I think he could be a first team all rookie if everything pans that well. Probably in a rookie of the year contention too. Also, I might as well add he had the best draft suit. You, you know, you guys think I want to say
2: the best. I
0: wouldn't yeah. say the best, but he tweaked a little bit. He tweaked a
1: little
2: bit. He tweaked, <laughs> tweaked. In, right. my, in my opinion, Keontae George had the best
1: suit. I ain't
0: gonna hold y'all. Okay, you know what? That is, that is debatable. That is debatable. He definitely had one of the best ones. But that being said, we're going to the next, the next division and we're going straight in. We're gonna start the Milwaukee Bucks and man, uh, their jacks' was. I love Audrey Jackson mm-hmm. Jr. I love it, but Chris Livingston, uh, mm, really that's crazy. a Kentucky boy, though, bro. But, you know what's crazy? I, I was seeing some reports that his agent, the Clutch, oh, clutch Sports, they were telling mm. teams – he kind of got drafted a lot higher. They were telling teams not to draft him. And I, really? I, don't, I, I don't get the benefit of him being the last pick in the draft. I mean, hey, like I said earlier, it's not about the pick. It's about where you get drafted to. And I think the Milwaukee Bucks is a great organization – for a prospect, uh, for him to slowly grind up and you know turn himself into a great player, but uh, I'm just really conflicted on this. What what's your thoughts on this, Kyrie? Just give me your thoughts um, on Andre Jason Jr. and Chris Livingston.
1: I kind of well, starting off with Chris Livingston, another player I really liked coming out of Oak Hill when he was in high school. Mm. Um, I really like this fit for for Milwaukee, especially it being the last pick of, of the of the draft itself. Um, I've seen a lot of uh, post-college workouts for Chris Livingston, and he really sold me um, with his athleticism. And with those rumors you're t- kind of talking about, um, college, he it, it doesn't really surprise me if agents uh, were telling teams not to draft him or to let him fall because, in my opinion, the type of player he is where he doesn't really have a set game or a set type of skill set yet,
2: mm-hmm. he doesn't
1: really know what he is, whether he's a three, whether he's a four, whether he's right. a, you don't really know yet. Playing no. with a team like Milwaukee or a team that's like later in the, uh, in the second round, that's going to be competitive, most likely going to be a competitive squad and have a lot of vets. They're more than likely going to turn can. They're more likely to turn him into like a gadget player and make him more useful as compared to if he if he dropped it to a team like the Hawks or a team like the Hornets or something like that. He'll fall to the Bucks. He's going to be with guys like Giannis, Bobby Portis, uh, Brook Lopez if he stays. Right. Um, they just Drew Holiday. They just have a, a bunch of veteran guys. And um, we seen it with Marjon last year, who he had more of a set kind of skill set. He had kind of a set, like, play style of what he was.
0: Mm.
1: But he, he still was, like, a, a good plug-in player for the Walkie Bucks in certain uh, lineups that they had, too. And he was the uh, same way as, as, a, uh, as whether, like, it was a spot-up shooter or as a cutter, um, diving into the rim off uh, off, her, off the screens and stuff like that. Chris Livingston can do a lot of the same stuff. Um, he just got to get that outside jump shot um, a little bit a little bit more consistent. And I think he could. I think he can make a tough and nice home here in Milwaukee. Uh, it, it, he just got to really grind for it and, and 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 figure out what his niche and what his his uh, his role in there is. But as far as Andre Jackson Jr., that's another player I'm a, I'm a, a big fan of. Um, not really a, a, a good jump shooter, but a good playmaker and a good defender. Kind of has some Josh Hart type of uh, type of play style to him. I like okay. that here in Milwaukee too. I feel like he fits in perfectly with that. So I got okay. I got to give Milwaukee. I'll give Milwaukee a B plus.
0: A B give plus. A,
1: for what they had, they, I'll give them a B plus because there's no giving that these guys get any minutes off the off the rip either because they're, they're, they're a very good team. They're a very solid veterans. So, I'll weird. give them a B plus.
0: Fair analysis, great analysis as well. Lies. just what's she thought from the Milwaukee Pucks? Andre Jackson Jr. from Utah and Chris Livingston from University of Kentucky.
2: I kind of feel where you guys are coming from, but honestly, with that 36, I felt like it was too safe. Um, mm. Honestly, considering the situation they're in where I was just watching some where Bobby Marks was explaining whether if they lose Brook Lopez or, or Chris Middleton, they don't really have enough. When they lose him, they get anything like considering like wealthy back. So I felt right. like taking a chance on maybe a guard position would have been wealthy. Mm-hmm. As far as like a guy like Amari Bailey, having him under Drew Holiday, the way he performed in in the, in the March Madness tournament, down a couple seniors, he stepped up. Mm-hmm. It, it, it it. I feel like taking him at that thirty-six pick would have kind of boosted their their grade for me. I'm not going to sit there and say Andre Jackson Jr. isn't going to work out for them or I don't believe in that he's going to succeed. I just felt like it was just too safe considering the situation i currently. And I felt like maybe a more exciting guard off the bench would get Giannis excited. When these, I mean, maybe not. I don't know. I just feel like Amari Bailey in a more structured kind of organization like the Milwaukee Bucks, he would really get his full potential out. But I still feel like he'll work out where he went, which we'll get into later.
0: And 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 I was I do want to question the thirty so the second round picks, up to what pick are they guaranteed their contract is guaranteed? I think the the fortieth pick? Maybe the forty fifth? They contracts are guaranteed.
1: I'm I'm not sure. I just know it's they just get significantly lower and lower as it goes down.
0: Because it's just I just don't understand what, you know, Clutch Rich Paul was I mean, like you would think you'd want your client to get a guaranteed contract. So just or, or maybe
1: he gets a, maybe he gets a two way deal, which isn't bad. because he he gets to he gets to travel and deal with the Milwaukee bus organization, he gets to be around those guys still. But even though he's not playing, he's still gonna be playing with the Wisconsin herd. He's gonna get minutes. He's gonna get burned and learn the game there. So maybe All that right. maybe that's the situation, guys. You know, a lot of late uh, second round guys just get their contracts converted into into two ways.
0: Okay, that's fair. All right, that that's to open my eyes to that. So, with that being said, in the Central division, we continue and move on to the Cleveland Cavaliers and Kyrie I'm a leg Lodge going first. I know he's got a lot to say about this had a sure. few uh <laughs> this guy right here, Imani Bates, the Cleveland Cavaliers je him with a forty nine pick and played for Eastern Michigan University. This guy was once upon a time the greatest prospect of LeBron James. he was on all the magazines and you know, the future was already there. Number one pick in everything. Supposed
1: to be the so, next KD.
0: Everything. Listen, talent-wise, people still think he's got it in them. What do you think, Lodge, about the Cavaliers drafting them with the 49 pick? Just give me your thoughts on this. <laughs> Honestly,
2: it's sad how bro dropped a 49, but man, we can have a whole other debate on that, but mm, uh, considering how they flopped in the playoffs and what they struggled in, which was bench points, and I've and I, and I, 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 a well-enough shot creator off the bench. He's literally perfect for what they need considering all the defensive people they have around him, You don't really need to come in there and be a 3-and-D guy. Amani can come in there and be who he needs to be and maybe even project himself to be a six-man type of guy for them. Maybe not this year, but I feel like if they really open their arms to him, he can become that type of guy and maybe end up being the star he needs to be. <clears> oh. <throat> Not needs to be what well, that can be, which I think he can be. Uh, yeah, I give them an A for this, considering they only had one pick and they got him in the forty ninth pick. And now all they need to do is now just put him in, the, in out there and, and see what they can do for
0: him. Because telling you, when they're ready, they, they go crazy. I guarantee. You. Man, well, Kyrie, before I swing to you, I do want to mention. Uh... Now I know how much you factor in the combine is, is up to you guys. Uh, he
2: yeah, did he have- was, yeah, yeah, he was
0: tweaking. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was tweaking. he was he, tweaking. He was, he was. So, you know, but sometimes the combines are very misleading. You know, guys, are, <laughs> we had pl- plenty of guys who did well at the combine and it was all smoke screen. So, we have yet to see what they can be. But, uh, he's definitely a volume shooting guy. Uh, when I think of him, I think of a bigger, Lou Williams, Monty Ellis type of guy. Just bigger. And he's definitely a volume scorer. He definitely takes up a lot of shots. He's gonna shoot a lot. Yeah. And I and I think it that's how we make you see, but now it's all about what else can he do outside of that? Now yeah. let's see what he can do because that's what, that's
2: really what's gonna keep him in the league. Don't, that's the whole point of him going there. That's what's the whole point of him going there. He doesn't do need to do anything else but put that ball in the button. No, no. can't.
0: but he's got. Yes, they score. can. No, he's got. It. Oh, okay.
2: But When you got Isaac Okoro and, and Jetty making plays for everybody, give that, him the ball you and score. Uh,
1: right. Give him
2: the ball and let him score. Just point I, back that's
0: here. it. You just all right, Kyrie. I'm gonna swing it to you, man. Just give me your thoughts on this, man.
1: Yeah, and, and the kind of piggyback uh, what we were just talking about, we gotta understand, like, not every guy is gonna be a super complete all-around player. Some guys are brought into teams just to do specific things, and we gotta understand that. And with this pick, the 49th pick right here, the Cavs are just the need where they didn't have any best scoring. It was evident in their first round knockout by the Knicks. They didn't have any bench scoring. Once we put when we put our bench in up against their bench, they just couldn't they simply couldn't keep up with us. They were good defensively, but they just couldn't simply they simply just couldn't keep up with us scoring wise. And a guy like Imani Bates, you who know, since high school, middle school, to just be able to put the ball on the basket, even though it's not super efficient, I think he's going to be he's going to be in a good position around guys like this, where they're already establishing their talent, they're already establishing what they what they can do. And he's got to come in and score. Yeah, of course, he's got to clean up. we got to clean up the turnover. He's got to take smarter shots. We want to see him pass the ball more and, and, and work more effectively and efficiently in a, in a, in a real offense. <laughs> but, but
2: what, what's so funny, Lob? What's good? Bro, I already know how guys thinking, bro. Ain't no passing Nathan, bro. Nathan, why? He's to he, listen, every time he puts that ball, bro, it's going to be the thing, every every be, this though. He's
1: not, a, he's not a ball hog. He, he's not a ball. He not, he, not, and, 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 he, he's not.
2: But he's not a ball hog. He, he's not. You're right. He isn't. He isn't he a ball isn't. Really? He's not. But he, he don't got time to be be general right now. He was forty ninth pick. Bro held him. He need to get in and, and, get, and get. He need to get shaken in, instantly. I'm telling you. Instantly. I'm telling you this right now. He better
1: make his stand the Summer league. He, he, better, he, he better be like summer league MVP for like his, summer his, his, league is his,
0: his, misleading too because some guys will win MVP in summer league and they go into the rookie and just flop completely. So it's you know.
1: But we we can we, at the same time we've seen a lot of guys get their name in summer league and that's,
0: true.
1: that's especially like especially lower picks or especially guys that went undrafted. We it's
0: it's fifty fifty. It is. But overall,
1: yeah, I really like it. Wait. I think he, I think he's going to have a spot there. He's going to have a role there from day one. Mm. And, um, I, I got to give it an Hey, love it. All
0: right. Well, you guys are high on money base. I'm, he's going to be one of the reasons why I even really focus on the Cavs as much as I will have I ever since LeBron was on the Cavs. So yeah, I'm going to start focusing on them just because of him. Outside of Donovan Mitchell and Evan Mobley and Dave Garland, I just want to see where he comes in the dust.
2: So, a yo, damn yo, thing.
0: Yo, hold on, boy. before we before we go for the Cavs, do y'all see that alert that they could possibly be
1: looking to trade Garland?
0: Yeah, that's uh, I don't know what the Cats are doing. I don't know
1: what. Yeah, on. Uh, I, I I just want to. I'm see, confu- just to now. See now also, it was weird. So now, I,
0: I, I, unless I they're getting some superstar point guard, we don't we don't even know that's in the works. No, they're i are trade him
2: for Paul George or something.
0: I don't see why they're trading
2: Darius Garland. They're probably trading for PG.
0: You think so? The Donovan Mitchell. He's see, the, the, only,
2: the, only, the only, the yeah. only, the only, the yeah. well, only, I don't see them trading guard for guard. probably they probably want a wing that can, They probably want a two-way wing.
1: You think that's who's better? You think that's who Donovan Mitchell better? You
2: think? Yeah, do better?
0: you think that? Or do you think I you know, think I'd think assume
2: so? But he ain't better. he ain't winning nothing with that. He still might get tapped by uh, New <laughs> York. Yeah.
0: With that being said, we sure. go to the next team in the Central Division, the Chicago Bulls, and they drafted Julian Phillips from the University of Tennessee. The best leaper at the draft combine, a great length for a wing, really works hard defensively. He was 30% on two-pointers, 24% from the three. Pretty rough, but so far, athleticism is there. He's got all the intangibles. The athleticism is just top notch. A great athlete. Uh, just give me your thoughts on Chicago Bull Jackson with the 35th pick, Kyrie. What's your thoughts about him? Ah, it kind of
1: surprised me. He he kind of seems like a project, a Mm. good project to have because he's very athletic. He can defend well. Mm. Um, reminds me, it kind of reminds me of a guy they already have in Derrick Jones Jr. Mm. Um, I think it just—I think it's just winging in defensive depth, and I can't really be mad at the Bulls for for adding on to that because they don't have much of it. Sure um, don't. So, but at the same time, he's a project. He's not—you're not going to get much offense from him. But seeing that the the moves they're doing and and what it seems like they're doing, and I think they're going to run it back with it. They just resigned Vuc, uh Vucevic. Vuc, Vuc, Vuc. Um, I think it's, I yeah. think. I think it's a good possibility they keep Jack Levine and Demar. I think they're just going to keep running it back with this core that they that they have. So I'm not I'm not super mad at the pick. They got him in the second round, so I, I'll give it a B.
0: Okay, they give him a B. Why? What's your thoughts? Where you start? I'll give it
2: I'll give it a B. But I would, if that was the case, if they keep in the squad, I would have liked them to draft like Hunter Tyson or somebody. Mm. A nice little. Yeah, a nice. I mean, little Amari, shirt
1: Bailey Amari Bailey was there too.
2: But, no, nah, I don't want to do that. And don't, don't disrespect um Guy though. Don't you forget about guys? Who, Ayo? Ayo, yeah.
0: Why
2: cool can't out. they play together? Ayo. No, 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 no. See, they're already doing bro sad because he should have been starting the whole year, but they kept playing. They kept playing games with him. We don't <laughs> I mean, let Ayo cook. Uh... Let him cook. 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 Let him
1: cook.
2: Bro, At he time. just need to play point. Levine or Demar need to play that three. Caruso need to play the two or three. And he need to be one. Bro, that's fair. fair. That's fair. All Hunter right. Hunter Tyson, maybe a, maybe maybe Uch. I would have grabbed Vuce right there. You know, Vuce. Other cousins. Oh yeah. Yeah,
0: little
2: Cause, Lil Cause. Go <laughs> drive to Ryan Ruper. Another again, another player that you can use in the playoffs. You Ryan
0: Ruper definitely was a great selection there. Yeah, but so, they got
1: Taylor uh, Terry, another big point guard that they didn't use at all last
0: season. Maybe because
2: Bruno, yeah. not. Maybe
1: because yeah. he ain't. <laughs> they, 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 they Terry, nice. They just didn't give him no burn. But at the same, like I was saying, bro, that was, kind of goes hand in hand as well. I do not get as much burn?
0: Mm.
2: No, he didn't get burned. They just keep playing with his starting minutes. He
0: just keep playing with his starting minutes. Okay. Either match.
2: way,
1: Chicago's cool. stuck right now.
0: Chicago, yeah, Lonzo Ball, ball potentially he might Levine. not be able to play basketball uh, again. You know, potentially,
2: he might mind. The Bulls, he's just, I'm
0: not ruling him out until, until the doctors rule him. Right. <laughs> but that's what the Bulls have been putting out there. So, at this point, oh, man, the Bulls got it rough. But let's go on to the next team in the Central Division, the Indian and the Pacers. And I got to say, Jairus Walker, Gantra, I can't even. That was such an ideal fit. So perfect for the team. I think he fits in what the Pacers are as a team, how he's going to help them, especially probably one of the best defensive players, if not the best defensive player for his his size at 6'7", 250. He got a 7'2", wingspan, a 39-inch vertical. Uh Man, what's your thoughts on him, Lodge, just in the Pacers' draft? Him. And then they got Mojav King from the 47th pick from the G League at night. Definitely underrated out of all the four prospects G League at night put inside this draft. But he's definitely uh, a nice pay for them too. Just give me a thoughts on that. Honestly, the
2: Pacers are slowly but surely building probably one of the best kind of fifteen man rosters they've had in a while. Mm. Honestly, the way the way the way this team the way they're drafting the way they're building, they're literally one right trade one right star away to be really.
0: Late. Hey, I, you think it me. You think of the same thing? They're
2: one same so, away. And and honestly. Considering what they're how they're drafting, it's just speaking to just let go of Miles and just grabbing Aiden and letting Aiden kind of really? have that one-two punch with Hallie. Like, uh, yeah, let let a, let yeah, let let right, let, let, right. let, let Aiden get get his twenty-two and twelve, twenty-two and thirteen with a block, and let Isaiah <laughs> Jackson do all the defensive work. Okay, it, it, it's just everything the way they're laid out, bro. is, is literally perfect. Jarris can do the same exact thing off the bench if not, he ends up starting. Uh, later down the line, and then grabbing Ben Shepherd, another guy that isn't like he's in green. He he kind of knows you you know you know what you're getting with him. So it's just like I, I just bro, I, I kind of wish I was, I was a was Pacers fan, low key but I don't I don't I don't like bro, we cool, but like so we don't do things like card? this.
0: Play we don't. play I had to be card?
2: emotional for a second because we don't do things like this, bro. It's just. I don't, I, don't, I don't really get it.
0: Well, man, Kyrie, wait, what grade do you give him, actually? I give him an A. A. I'm with you on that. Can't agree anymore. Kyrie, what's your thoughts on the Indian Pacers Jazz selections, and how do they fit for the team moving forward? Um,
1: again, I had I had uh, Jarrett going to Indiana at 7, even though they did the little swap thing with the Wizards, which we'll talk about later. I still yeah. had Jarrett going there, and I think he fits in perfect. As a big to big passer, as a big man that can handle it a little bit on the floor, create his own shot, he's a solid defender, uh, super solid defender. Um, I, I think he's just the perfect pick for them, and I, I explained why plenty of times. But he, he he's gonna he's gonna have a role there as soon as he gets to, uh as soon as he gets on the floor. Ben Shepard is a player I actually really really like. Um, I didn't watch any of them at all this season just because uh, you don't know watch Belmont, and that's all mm-hmm. my one of my main. Considerations like like that's not big competition D one basketball, but at the same time he still put up like nineteen and six and he's a he's a six six point guard has a nice frame and like Lyle said he's not green or he's not like really unseasoned or anything he's been in college all four years and he's just yeah. and you see it in his game like how poised and under control and confident he is he's a very good outside jump shooter um, shoots forty percent from the three. He gets to the rim well, but I think he's going to have some problems finishing at the rim in the NBA. He, even though I don't think he's going to get asked, to, I don't think he's going to get asked to do that much just because of the other guys he's playing with, like Ben Mather, that can get to the rim, um, Dorte and, and Tyrese Halliburton have no problems getting to the rim. So him playing that garbage, I, I really, I'm really eager to see him, um, sometime down the line possibly play with Hadley because that's six five, six six apiece piece, long arms. That's and, both guys, very good, willing passers that can get downhill, have good vision. I just see them playing so well off of each other. You, you can throw – then you got Andrew Nembhardt, you can throw in there. Like Lodge said, Indiana's building their team like the perfect, perfect way. They just have a bunch of guys that can play multiple positions. They're getting better defensively. And um, they, their core is just outside of Miles Turner, really, just all on the same time span. You don't really have to rush anything. You just got to let them get better and let things fall into place. And um the last guy that they picked from G League Ignite, um Mojave King. Well, I was a big fan of pre G League Ignite back when he was in high school and all. Uh, um kind of disappointed me. He didn't really film me much. But um he's another guy I think they're gonna have maybe like on two-way contract, uh, build his way up in the G League still. Mm. And um you never know. Maybe he might he might be a key target as an athletic wing there. But as far as the the two picks, the best Shepherd and Jerry Walker, I gotta give him an A plus.
2: A-plus. Okay, so far. Oh, a, a, a. we kind of disrespected our, our guy Wong, though. They got another shooter with Isaiah Wong. They did get
1: Wong. I knew I was forgetting some. <laughs> Isaiah Wong. They man. did get Wong. I, I don't think he's going to get a lot of burn there either right now. No, he
2: not. But but he going to be in the incubator. He's going to be in the incubator. Yeah. <laughs> he,
1: even then, even then I, one, I think he does very good at Summer League because he has a mature play style. And he's, a, he's a little bit older than he got. He's just <laughs>
0: from
1: the outside. He's very athletic. I think he played well in the summer league. But at the same time, I, I think he I think other teams are gonna be looking at him. Like you like we see it a lot of times with these with these guys that don't really make, that don't might not make like the training camp rosters and they get scooped mm-hmm. right back up by somebody else and then that they're in their organization. So I can definitely mm-hmm. see that being an avenue for Isaiah Wong because they have a lot of guys that play as position.
0: Very fair points. Man, Indiana Pacers, man, the whole central division looks pretty, they made pretty smart decisions so far. I saw the, the Bulls might be a little titty city depending on who you ask, but so far, central Division have been pretty good so far. So with mm-hmm. that, we go, what did you say? What have you been, Gary?
1: No, I was just agreeing with you.
0: Got you. So we're definitely moving on to the last team in the central division, the Detroit Pistons, and their team, they drafted the Sarah Thompson, and I do gotta say, you got Kay Cunningham, Jaden Ivey, Asar Thompson, and then Killian Hayes. Now, I'm guessing when they drafted Marcus Sass from Houston for with the 25th pick, maybe it was more of an assurance as Killian Hayes might not be coming back. I Potentially, me, right? So that's what I'm thinking. So, but now I'm thinking that all these guards, Kay, Jaden, Asar, and now they, they all can't shoot. Athletic they can, they can defend, but none of them are good shooters. Yeah, we don't know what they're doing in the offseason. season. They could be improving this, so we have yet to see in the upcoming season. But uh, just give me your thoughts on that, Kyrie. And I love, I I like the pick. I give him an A minus. I love start times from the start in the Marcus. So I, I love it. It's just mm-hmm. the shooting has a lot to be desired, considering the fact the front court they got a diverse big man guys: Isaiah Stewart, Marvin Bailey, Jalen Duren, oh. James Wiseman. You know they definitely mm-hmm. got collection of big man talent. So it's just the shooting has just been really the biggest issue right now. So what's your thoughts on that? So
1: kind of how I'll say this, kind of like how Liza, uh speaking to the Indiana Pacers, as kind of which he was a fan of them and he appreciates their growth as a team. I feel that way about the Pistons because even though they're they garbage last season, they still have a longer way to go than the, than the Pacers do. I really like the young talent they've they've accumulated over the years, and I like what they I can potentially see them doing with it. And um, right. as far as an Asar Thompson goes, I kind of broke down how a Thompson, point an Amen would fit in there during our mock mm. draft episode, and I could see a- uh Asar fitting in the same exact way. Um, he's a very, a very, a high level uh, playmaker, just like his brother. A high level athlete, even though he he doesn't break it as break it out as much as his brother. He likes to conserve it a little bit more, but he just right. still effortlessly gets to the rim. Um, like I said, a high-level athlete. It's just that jump shot that that has to translate, over, uh, translate like you said. But um, he's a better shooter,
0: now, out there
1: too. He is the better shooter, and I, I like his shooting form a little bit. I like his shooting form a little bit more. I think it's better. I think it's easier. Going to be easier to build off of. Mm. But um, I like uh, another thing. I think that differs from his, between him and his brothers against because they're very similar. Is I think when he gets the ball in his hand, he's a little more confident. Because, one, he seems to be a little bit bigger to me. Not a lot, but a little bit bigger than uh, than, uh Amen. And he's a little bit better than using his body as, as far as, like, shielding off contact and getting to the rim. So, I like that. But I'm baking on Jaden Ivey and Caden Cunningham's outside jump, to, uh, jump shooting to get better to complement him. So, that's going to be the swing factor for, for all three of those guys working as a unit. But as far as Marcus Sasser picking him up at twenty, the 25th pick with, um, even though I'm a mean, huge fan of him, I honestly just see him going second round. Uh. I didn't think a lot of teams were put onto him him um, that much. I didn't think a lot of teams really liked him that much, to be honest with you, because he's a bit of an undersized guard. But he has a very mature play style as well. He reminds me a lot of Kyle Lowry. Mm. Um, he kind of got like that pit bull stature, can shoot from the outside. He's a, he's a tough, staunch defender, averaging over a steal and a half a game. Um, and he, he's a very efficient player that doesn't play outside of himself and, and uh, he's a very good teammate and is, is good at finding his guys. I watched him a lot play with Jared Walker last season and those guys played very well together. So, um, I really like, I really love it here for, uh, for the Pistons. I got to go ahead and give him an A as well.
0: A as well. Kate Lodge, give me your thoughts on your draft selections and how they fit the team moving forward. So I
2: really, 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 really love the SAR pick. But I really want to. When I give them a, uh, I'll give them an A minus. They would have got an A plus if they would have grabbed either these three players other than Marcus Sasser. I'd like them to grab Ben Shepherd, Bryce Sensible, or Julian Straus Straus Str- uh, other than Brian, Marcus Sasser. Okay. Ben would have been nice there. Ben Shepherd. Right. Been- so I so just like nice. somewhere in that wing position off the bench where they have a guy that one is. Uh, really necessarily a project. You know what you're getting out of them. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like Marcus Sasser, in a way, is kind of a project considering his size, um, considering what they already have. It's just like I don't see the need of him right now. Um, even with the loss of Killian Hayes, uh, you, you still have another guard as you just drafted at, at number five. So it's just uh, – I honestly felt like another wing player off the bench that can kind of score and maybe create for others. Would have kind of fit better for them, considering they're all just surrounded by young guys, and I highly doubt they get a, a vet anytime soon. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, I give them an A minus. I would have been, it would have been an A or A plus if they would have grabbed three of those uh, one of those three guys I just put, named out there.
0: Stewart so would have been nice. Not you, I can't, I'm trying to addition. that would have been nice. But the Nuggets picked them up, so they knew they did. a nice scout report. They did a nice scout report. So with that. That is the central division. We move on to the final division of this NBA Eastern analysis and grading review. We go we dive into the Atlantic Hawks. And man, I love their draft selection from the 15th, 39th, and 46th pick. Kobe Bufkin from Michigan. Muhammad, I can't pronounce the last name. Can you guys help me? From Washington I, State University. What
1: it sounds like on draft night is Muhammad Gay. Yeah.
0: Muhammad Gay got you. And I definitely watched. Seth Lundy from Penn State. A lot, just fun fact, he went to my high school, Chris High School, Roman Catholic High School. Yeah, man. So, uh, the Roman Catholic, Roman Catholic listen, got a lot of talent, man. Tony mm-hmm. Carr, Lamar Stevens.
1: Right. He a former, former Roman Catholic
0: player, yeah. I know. So, you know, it, it's pretty awesome seeing you know, alumni make it to the league, man. Definitely awesome. Yeah. But with that being said, Tyve, just give me a thoughts on the land at Hall's translation and what grade would you give him man? And, and what's your favorite pick out of, out of those three?
1: My favorite pick. Um, it, I'm gonna definitely have to go with Kobe Buffett because mm. one, I like the fact that he's a bigger guard for them and he he's comfortable handling, handling the ball. Um, I can definitely see him working with uh with Trey Young if if to go if DeJounte's to go to the best for a few minutes. Mm. Definitely can see him work with, with Trey Young because he's a lefty and loves working that left side of the floor.
0: He's good at getting
1: downhill and getting, using his body to get to the rim. Um, I re, I really like him there. Uh, Muhammad Gay. I'm not gonna lie. I don't really know much about him. I never I haven't seen much about him. But from what I've seen uh, at Washington State of about 14 and 8, seems to be more big man depth. And from his right. from his frame and from like a, a few highlights I've seen, looks like he has some switchability. So I'm eager to see what he does there. But lastly, Seth Lundy um, is the pick that's very intriguing to me. Because uh, even though I didn't watch a lot of Penn State, I've seen a lot of his highlights from, like you said, back when he was at Roman Catholic and throughout his years at Penn State. Um, and he, a lot of you won't like this. He reminds me a lot of Ron Harper Jr., um, where he, he's about 6'6", but he's, he, he, he can lose a little weight. He's got a little baby fat on him, but he has one arms, <laughs> And he's very good at creating jump shots. He's one of the best. From all these guys I, I've seen, he's uh, one of the best, like, difficult shot makers in the draft that I that I've seen. Um, he's just really good at using his frame and using those long arms to get his reach above and 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 get his shot off above defenders. Um, I really like that. If it comes down to, from what I'm hearing, they want to let go, uh, move on from DeAndre Hunter, and kind of put AJ Griffin as their lead two man. If that's what if that's what they're planning, if that's what happens, I can I can, I definitely like that with Seth coming off the bench and getting some uh, some experience. So I give uh, I give Indiana a, a, a B plus just because I think they could have possibly got a, a better big man somewhere. Maybe even a Leonard Miller who dropped to the second round. I think they could have got him uh, to kind of be like Clint Capella Insurance because he's on the decline a little bit, and I could I could possibly see him leaving soon too. And, um, nice. But you just want some stories for Nyeka Congru as well. You just need some. You just need. I just feel like they just need some more big man though, and some guys that can uh, that can rebound and block shots. But overall, I
0: will give them a B. A B, okay. Lies. Just what's your thoughts on the Landon Hall's Jazz selection, and and why did they set the team moving forward?
2: Well, I'm happy they didn't continue to draft like surefire projects or people that you have to work into what they're trying to do. Right. With a guy like Kobe Bufkin, um, I kind of did bounce back. What Ree was saying with the grabbing a better big man and, and Letter Miller, <laughs> honestly, that would have been John Collins and on uh, Clint Clint Insurance. Considering John Collins he finally, well, is he already he left? It, did he? But he got traded already, John, right? Um,
1: John, John's in Utah, yeah.
2: So, yeah, that would have been, like, a perfect energy guy at that four spot if he ended up starting, if he worked out that well or off the bench, considering if Onyeka blew up. Another energy guy that can run the floor, get 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 above the rim. I mean, honestly, he might be a, a better three point shooting prospect than John Collins ended up being for them, which I think they ended up kind of wanting out of him more, considering they had Kling oh, down the paint a majority of the time. Um, <clears throat> So that'll give them a B-minus. Um, I do really like the Kobe Buffing thing. I'm kinda excited to, excited to see that. Um with him coming off the bench and possibly getting started minutes occasionally with something falls down with one of the injured guards as well. Um, yeah, uh, I'm excited to see what they do this year. Uh, do you think they get rid of DeJounte or do you think that's a bluff?
1: I don't, it's been doing like, I, I'm, I want, you know, I want them to just so we have a of getting them mm-hmm. and pairing them in the backcourt with Jalen. That's the only, that's, that's the only scenario I would want him to go. But he's not in, going I,
2: I, nowhere near NY. He'd probably go to I'm Brooklyn.
1: Wrong. I don't know, but I don't, think, I don't think they. I don't think they. I don't think they give up on the trade. The Jante experiment just one year. Yeah, and, and got and got I, one I, I honestly think those guys can work out. I think they. Dejounte being a bigger guard and being such a good defender, and Trae just being such a great outside jump shooter and shot creator, I think they're going to have to sacrifice a little bit in their games to make it work. But I, I definitely see that working down the line. They're just going to have to both invest into it. So not, I, I see it very unlikely that Dejounte gets traded or goes somewhere else.
0: Yeah, I don't see the halls. I mean, they, they I mean. He, he,
1: but yeah, saying, I don't think if you try if, he, if they start somewhere, they me and you're sad us or
0: something, see? No, no. I doubt it. And uh, no, right. No, y'all don't need them. Y'all, you all got uh No,
2: we do need them, but we do need them.
1: Y'all
0: need them. We all need them. RJ Barrett right now. Eh, this was uh,
2: Ethan Horsey said, oh, no, come on. Yeah, bro, RJ, they can have Come on, man. They can have RJ Julius and OB. Don't
0: want Julius.
2: I don't see why. He's better than John Collins. What do you mean I'm drawn? What do we need the three of them for? You need Jalen Johnson and DeAndre Hunter. I'll be cool. (laughs) Crazy.
0: He's bobbing his
2: head like he's trying to compromise. They are all going for DeJounte and DeAndre Hunter. What do you mean?
1: Bro, it, it, as much as you don't like Jules, bro, we 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 a playoff team because of him, though. We a playoff team
2: because of him. Yeah, that is true. That we is are, we true. Are, we, are, we, we, we are a first round prospect because of him. Hot <laughs> garbage, bro. I don't give a crap yeah, what he yeah, did. And, and you
1: <laughs> trade him for another non an all star outside I mean, you, you, you get the Johnson back. But it's just, like, what was Jalen Johnson? John Collins, an all star,
0: actually. John Collins. Bro, Kyle's what do you mean?
2: I just said DeAndre Hunter and Jalen Johnson.
0: Yeah, I, I don't give a this,
2: like, crap. Bro, we can pick up somebody else. I don't care. We're not going to just. <laughs> he can go. I'm, I'm, I'm you, 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 it.
0: You're taking a big Bro, risk if you're if you taking Jalen
2: Johnson. You see what happens when I take too much stock in jewels. I do this every offseason. No, we can't get rid of him. Look what he does. It's not taking care of us.
1: I'm not understand what the trade market is for him. We're not
2: getting get, enough.
0: Get, to, not, flies, getting give it one back more back
2: season. Successful. Give it one more season. He was a third team on NBA. One more season on my ass. He is hot and <laughs> I don't need him. He, he's a really an easy bro. <laughs> uh, you know. Listen, man. Bro weak. Listen,
0: listen. listen. Bro we. I, I can't. Bro was really, see really see. on that
2: podcast talking like bro was really, like, meant to stay there. Like, no, you're not. Like, you're really yes, not. Yes,
0: he is. He's meant to stay there you oh, man. You guys love him. He's really not. All right, listen, yeah. with that being said. Send with, him
2: to the Clippers for PG,
0: please. Negativity. Dear God. Negatory. Yeah, please. Listen, let's get to the next team in the Southeast Division, the Miami Heat. They went to the finals again. No one thought they would do it. And I got to say, knocking off the first seed bucks, number two Celtics, and making the finals with a rotation of five four-year college players, four of them that went undrafted. Uh, I want to surprise you, Jack, as uh, a senior in Jamie, Jack Quiz from UCLA, man. And definitely. Does, you know,
1: I'm, a I'm, a
0: guest, I'm a hot guest. i I apologize for that. He's I apologize for I apologize.
1: You got to gloss over that judge. <laughs> I <apologize.
0: laughs> what? With that, I can't disrespect them. But he's definitely the Heat culture guy that they look for in prospects. And I think he's going to fit with the program. I think Pat Riley knew exactly what he was doing. And they're exposed to too, when they did their research. scouting out this guy. The only thing about him, he is one of the best mid-range shooters in this draft class. But he was never a high-volume and consistent three-point shooter. But I think that's something that the Heat, they definitely can work with him on that. And they have been known to help prospects work with that. So I give him an A-. Between A and A-. Just what's your thoughts, Lodge? I am give him an A plus. This is probably the best draft pick selection as far
2: as fit for team and fit for player. Um, this is this is honestly probably my favorite pick of the draft. Like I said, for the fit for both sides of uh, of the coin, but it's just it's just perfect. Um, honestly, I feel like they kind of get. If, if Duncan leaves, I feel like that is like an easy replacement for a guy that can kind of like fill in for what he kind of. Did. Not to say he's a spot up shooter, but he is a guy that can get out there and get you a good amount of points off the bench. Uh, and, and one, he's not a guy that, again, as a project. You get what you're getting out of him. From what you've seen in, in, in college, you're pretty much projecting for him to do out in the, in the league. And again, he's literally in the perfect situation for him. I yeah, no, give him a is plus good. for
0: that. Can't disagree with you with just what's your thoughts? How do you feel for the heat?
1: I got to agree with both of y'all. When I seen this pick, I I laughed out loud. I literally did because, one, it was such a Miami Heat pick. And, two, Cam Whitmore was there. And in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, hey, maybe you go Cam Whitmore. Uh But I'm like, I mean, Hawkins just fits in much better, bro. So, when they picked him, it was just like, I I knew it. Like, Cam Uh Whitmore, obviously, one, everybody was surprised he, he slid that low. He went two picks later at 20. But two, he's obviously he's younger and obviously seen as the more talented prospect. But it's the heat. Mm. so they went with the guy that just fits better, and they know like it, He's gonna like, contribute. His game is gonna translate like right away to what they're gonna do. So I'm not, and I'm not saying I was laughing because I didn't think it was the right choice. It was definitely the right choice. But it's just like they stick to their guns and they stick to their their style of guys that they like playing with them so much. Jimmy Hawkins is just that perfect guy for God, the reason you played. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna elaborate too much more, but
0: I love this, you thing. Know, I gotta give it an A. Absolutely. Well, the Heat never really—I I, I can't think of a bad trash selection that he really mean the past five to six years. They've really been knocking out um, trash selections. Kendrick, man. Kendrick, nine, nine. Close? Kendrick, Kendrick, no, Kendrick no, played well. Grant, he he did play well for the Heat. Come on. Don't do that. Did,
1: did he draft Justice
2: Winslow, though,
1: or did Justice Winslow,
2: did he get drafted? That was like that, seven, eight, nine years ago. Yeah,
0: I said the past five that was, to six. That that
1: 2014? Oh, 2014. 2014.
0: It was still undisclosed but I never know. No, no, no Justice was 2015, because he was saying yeah, 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 that saying the Duke won. Yeah. That was eight years today. ago,
2: bro. We're, we're, we're eclipsing a decade.
0: Five, six. I said five to six, then. All
2: right. I, okay. that's so oh, right man. Man, I don't I don't even think that's a bad pick, man.
0: That, that, that's just bad production, bro. That just Justice Wizzles. Just wizzles. Alright, we go to the Washington Wizards, man. I need some help pronouncing this man's name. My guy Bilal. Bilal from France, one of Wemby's teammates. Wimby's advocated for this guy the whole pre jab process. and teams and scouts are starting to realize this man's greatness, potential greatness. Well, dang or something. So with the Lodge, right, listen. I'm gonna say it to you, Lodge. You got a lot to say. Go ahead. What's your thoughts with the Washington Wizards? And they had a 47 pick. Tristan, I can't pronounce that last name as well. Vucicvic uh, from Serbia. So, what's your thoughts about these two Jazz How do they fit the Washington Wizards move forward? Clearly, in the rebuilding process, they traded Bradley Bill. Got Jordan Poole. He's going to average 25, 20 to 25. Got Ty Jerome. Yeah, Twenty.
2: He yeah, averaging a dub.
0: Twenty to twenty five. Ty Jones one of the best pack up point guards, probably the starting point guard if they don't have anyone by the three AC between now and this is him.
2: not letting him shoot thirty shots a game, bro. I'm letting you know that right now. Wow. Just, Just what's she you know, thought, Lot.
1: Well, honestly, I guess
2: considering how they develop people, bro, I'm gonna give them a B minus. Mm-hmm. And I'm being again generous. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. you you got a guy like Danny Avia you know, that you just drafted is very similar to Tristan Fusafits, where you could you, can, you can't figure out. It. You draft a guy maybe an inch or two taller,
0: mm.
2: and the Bilal pick you picked him at, at seven. So it's just like
0: so many draft selections they could have got. They could have picked up a point guard in Casein Wallace. Yeah, so
2: it's just like it was just they're like, taking
0: a risk. They see the potential in them. He a like said, bro, see
2: better you. be, bro, better be Michael Finley. Well, dang, I don't know. He better be something <laughs> wild, bro. I'm telling you. Well, you <laughs> at seven, you, you kind of want
0: more at that point. Well, you in a
2: rebuilding stage. I mean, you he fit, he honestly, bro, he honestly like a utility star, bro, and and, and and he ain't got nothing really utility off of, bro. He really like. I don't, I don't know. I uh, I'd rather him went somewhere else. I honestly would have rather him going to go to the Jazz. Ah, yes. Which I okay. I think I've rejected either redid did or I did. Pretty, pretty no, I ago. did. You
1: had to go in there. I had him going for
2: Orlando.
0: But the eleven would
2: have which probably would have worked out a lot better too because th- that's what Orlando needs. They don't mm-hmm. need another person that can kinda be a star on what they roll. They need this guy that can literally just be a utility guy that does everything right. around the floor and, and that's what kind yeah. of the wow, kinda gives me but he don't really have nothing to feed off of around there. And I don't really, maybe, maybe I'm tripping, but I don't see him developing as well as I think he could somewhere else. No,
1: I, I'll piggyback off that because I definitely agree with Lodge. I was, I was, kind of, one, I was super hyped when, it, when they announced Indiana selected him. That was before they announced it was a trade. They had swapped and, and it left me confused, but, Come to find out, a lot of guys, a lot of teams were trying to trade up to that number seven pick for Indiana to grab a Lyle. But mm. the Wizards had the best offer because they were only a pick behind them and could, all, and could promise them Jairus when they swapped. So, turn if, down, like this? That, so with Valada, I agree with Lyleus because he could be a like a Swiss Army type of star, kind of like a Nick Baton, like a guy that just fits in well with everybody and does everything not great but very good or good. And um and he just doesn't have much he just doesn't have much to feed off that over here, like like you said, like they, they're a very young raw team. They just literally stripped it down to the bottom and they have like really no type of like veteran presence or anything like that at all. Uh, so I for someone like me that's very high on Bilal and that really can see him like Developing into a great player, and I, I think he, and I think he has the the size and the, the already like natural like talent in certain aspects to do with himself, and not have to rely so much on his teammates here in, in Washington. But it, I, I, th- I think it's just going to be, I honestly, they just think it's going to be harder here. And same thing for Vuk- uh, Vukovic, just because I, man, all I'm getting at is I don't really trust Washington's development, um, with any of their players. Like Liza mentioned, Denny Obviously uh, Um, Corey Tisper seemed a little, a little bit stagnant in his second season in the league. I want to see how he, he, uh, he produced, uh, continues to grow. Daniel Gaffer came over for Chicago and I feel like it was a good pickup for them, but he kind of seemed like he stagnated and sold off a bit too. Um, it just seems like players don't really grow too well there.
0: Well, I mean, they, they do have a new general management, a new owner that like they reached at the top. So, you know, coaching. So, so we, we don't know what they can do. And 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 West Umfeld
1: Jr. He is a, this is, he did just finish his second season still is right. a young new coach, um but he's a defensive minded coach too which I definitely like for uh, Balau, Bilal, because that, that's where he, that's where he his bread and butter is at getting out in transition disrupting plays and stuff like that creating extra possessions so I I gotta be and this is me being generous I gotta get the pick a C plus just because I don't I I don't really like them for Bilal. this is me for
0: so 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 this is a question for you guys, open field. So you guys don't think he could be a modern two way NBA star potential wise? You don't see that happening for him?
1: I can see I definitely see that happening. I definitely see it happening. And I believe I mean, if if he to him, to Washington is gonna be harder. If he would have went to
2: Indiana dog. Then would have been at a higher percent. If you went to
1: Indiana, if you would went to Orlando. If you As to much as we didn't
2: like it as much as we didn't like it, I would've liked him going to Utah too.
1: I could have seen him in Utah. If they got like a real point guard there, like if they got these stuff together, got a real point guard there, I would, I would have loved him there. But I see it too. Yeah, yeah. even in Indiana, like the original pick, Indiana, I was happy he was going there. I felt like he could have fit there too.
0: Yep. You don't turn out Jared Wallace though. I mean, Jared Walker.
1: Jared, Jared Walker was definitely by far the, the better fit for them. Like, right, right?
0: right. Who they should have went with. But yeah, oh, that's fair. Fair points. Okay, you guys are feeling awfully generous for the Washington Wizards. I can't wait to see what they turn into in the next couple of years. With that, we move on to the next Southeast team. Oof, Orlando Magic. Now, they got a lot of guards. A lot, a lot of guards. I love Anthony Black. He's one of – I love Anthony Black's game, right? And the biggest thing for him, whether he can stick in the league or not, is a jump shot, right? Do we have another potential MCW here if the jump shot never hits and he just has everything else? Or do we have a guy that he takes them to the next level?
1: That's actually a very good comparison, Paul.
0: So, and yeah. then Jet Howard. Uh, I just didn't understand it, you know. Oh
2: uh, I mean, well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, so.
0: I mean, I like yeah. Jet Howard. I Listen to me. I like him. could be a lot better defensively. Offensively, he's got everything you need. But I don't know what the Magic needed of. But I love Anthony Black. And I'm assuming they're trading either Jalen Suggs, Cole Anthony, or Markel Foles. Because you got to let a guy like Anthony Black get his reps. And him and Paolo is going to be the biggest difference. Those two could gel, get their chemistry, and they really get it. Magic could be something dangerous in the next two to three years. Yeah, I just
1: I just don't see why they didn't trade down if Jet was their guy. Because Jett wasn't projected to go this high whatsoever.
0: Jet wasn't. And they had not really but set up. He was like 30.
1: exactly, exactly, literally, like mid, to like around the twenties area, if anything. And um, I definitely could have seen a situation where they were able to trade down for him if they wanted him, because he is kind of unique in his own way. Where they have him listed as shooting guard, but he's six eight, and he he's very good at exploiting mismatches between smaller guards. Mm. But at the same time, you pick him here at eleven. I mean. Yeah. I
0: mean if they got better draft selections they could have had. I mean honestly we could have drafted could've Grady. Grady. Could've could've Grady.
1: Could've drafted Grady. Grady. Could have uh, drafted Key uh uh Keontae if he was really feeling could have traded down for Keontae if he was really feeling that. I mean really? they, yeah, they? maybe may I would have yeah. drafted. <laughs>
2: drafted Jordan <laughs> Hawkins before that.
1: Right. Even Jordan Hawkins. Yeah. I would, yeah. Right. would so, you that's why it didn't guy. really make any sense to me because they could have traded down to to really get him if they really wanted to. But as far as Anthony Black, that one kind of it confused me a little bit as well. But I do, all in all, I do like it because he's a different mold of point guard or guard
2: I love
0: game.
1: than they drafted these past couple of years. in um, and, and Jalen Suggs and Cole Anthony, and uh, he's he's a he's a much better defender than all of them too. All of he's them
0: combined, he's a
1: much better defender than all of them. So that helps him stand out from day one. But like you pointed out, Colin, whether his jump drop his jump shot translate or not it separates him from whether he'll be a like like a Michael Carter Williams or if he could be like a like a, we're seeing like Josh get or like Alonso Ball or something like that. Alonso mm. ball. Okay. Uh, so we we'll see. Uh, overall I I I gotta give this one I I gotta give this one a C plus two though. C plus. I, I think you I think you you you, you took a, a risk on jet too high. Because um, um, you could have mm. traded down for him. Because I don't think but, anybody else there really wanted him.
0: But then I'm thinking to myself, Jonathan Isaac. Well, he's not really, you know, he's not Bro, really, he's done. you know. Right. So maybe Jet, maybe that's why they drafted jet, jet. Maybe they, but they, like you guys saying Brady did, you know, well, see, Jordan Harden. He, he, no, he
1: doesn't, he doesn't provide the same, like, athleticism or, or, like, kind of defense. He's right. Exactly. Exactly. Just a just a straight up score. That's fair. That's fair. He just so, Lies. Yeah, I, I gotta
0: give the C plus C. C plus on Kyrie's end. Lies. What are you rocking with in terms of this? And take just give me a true thoughts on how these guys moving forward can uh help the Mets become a better competitor overall in the league. Honestly, I like I like the Anthony Black pick. I
2: but I really think they could have kinda I think they should have took a different type of risk, and again, grab somebody who's not so green, because they already have a lot of not not to say the people they have are green, but they still have a lot of projects around them. Like people like Cole Anthony, whether whether people like it or not, as much as I love him, he still has some things that he needs to get chiseled out. Whether he stays or leaves, mm-hmm. guys like Jalen Jalen Suggs, you still have yet to figure that out. I feel like Marco Fultz. I feel like he's plateauing in a way but also kind of getting to where he needs to be to get himself confident enough. Right. So it, it's just a little... They have uh, so many guards. It's ridiculous. It just indifferent. And, and as far as, again, picking Jet, bro, at 11, it's just...
0: it just bothers you too much.
2: Yeah, I would like you try to trade down and grab somebody more seasoned or even like a straight defensive guy like Olivier or Maxence Prosper or something like that. Because like, you, you, you need some type of specialty... Uh, type of guy or like a rim runner type of guy, that, which I think they kind of lack in a way. How
1: would y'all, how, how would y'all like if they got Buffkin? Or like traded out for Buffkin instead of Jet?
0: Would Buffkin have been the more, would you have been more excited about that?
2: Yeah, because he's not green. But it's still kind of, well, that means you're definitely getting rid of Cole Anthony then. I feel like cause he's literally like a Cole Anthony type of guy off the bench for them, like another six-man prospect. We probably could honestly give out the same amount of production, maybe even more efficiently if you give him the same amount of men's Cole had so maybe as much as I love Cole, but yeah, I think that would have probably been a way better pick even. So yeah, But I give them a, a probably a solid C. I, I feel like they they're 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 in a situation now. They kind of accumulated so many draft picks. You need to start making moves that are kind of kind of. They're gonna end up. Either flushing things out or get a vet over there, or people that are a lot older that can kind of, kind of build what you kind of. I honestly feel like they don't have an identity still yet to this day. Mm, and it is one thing they're kind of lacking, and a lot of people. And I think it's because they're always trying to build something to figure out. They're always trying to find the identity of what they have on their on their roster first, instead of the team, like the team yeah, as a whole. Yeah. So it's kind of it's, it's it's I don't know. I don't know if I explained that right, but it's. I, I, I can piggyback
1: off that a little bit because I kind of get what you're saying, and it seems like every year, outside of a course the number one pick with Paolo, they draft regardless of fit and just draft guys that they like straight up. Like so, that's why they got a Cole Anthony and the Jalen Suggs like a year or two later, and like they just they just pile up on guys that they, they, they remember a few years ago they were drafting nothing but big men. Like so. It, they don't, they don't, they don't draft for fit. They just draft, for, they just draft. They see the guys that they like, and they just go ahead and pick them up. So that that could that could part kind of. Man, I feel like that attributes to why they don't really have like a set identity yet.
0: Man, Angel Magic probably won. The, if you had to rank the teams with the most potential, OKC got to throw the Magic at number two. No, maybe Rockets might have the most. Yeah, maybe OKC Rockets Magic. Dan is really a toss-up between the four and fifth spots. You got you got the Rockets over the Pistons. Oh yeah, oh okay. yeah. I got Rockets over the Pistons. Uh, but the, but uh, I do want to say I haven't seen Kay He's been hurt and he. Ain't, I want to mm. see him play. Yeah, I just got to see what K. Mm. We know what Jalen Green can do, and I just I, we don't want to say that Eme you know is the better coach because I think Monty Williams like we got to see what the coaches do with these guys too. Right. That's the That's big so, So this season I'm really excited to see all all, like the young rebuilding teams like especially Pistons Rockets, so definitely. But that being said, oof, man, we go to the meat and potatoes. The main dish of this whole episode, the Charlotte Hornets, man. Charlotte Hornets. Charlotte Hornets. I know live was not happy at all. A lot of Hornets fans were very unhappy. The general manager, Mitch, when he asked him why he jabbed Brandon Miller, he's kind of stumbling over his words. Like he, maybe trying to convince himself that this was the right pick.
1: Uh, yeah. And, that, but at the same time, he told everybody I was a pick all along, which, uh, which I found out, which I think is cat.
0: Well, I, you know, they, I don't think it's cat. I think at as, as, at a certain point, it was like, man, Scoop just, but then are you risking, can those mellow and Scoop play together? That's the biggest question. I think Brandon Miller obviously was just the better fit for them. Granted, if Miles Bridges does leave, Brandon Miller comes and fills an he's example. He's not leaving. He just got extended a qualifying offer to stay. Really? I heard there was some rumors about uh, trading him to, to the Cavaliers. The Cavaliers well, instead well, trading he, for he, him? He, he's he
1: restricted. So other teams can offer him. He's a restricted
2: free agent. Oh, okay. So they made well, they
1: made the first offer to him, but other teams could offer. Bro,
2: I tell you right now, if they get rid of him over because of Brandon Miller, I'm t- he better be Paul George, bro. He better be Paul George. Look, He's was, better than you know, PV. I
1: was I was literally just talking to somebody about it. I can honestly see a situation where if a team offers Miles in a ballpark where they don't want to match it, they feel more comfortable letting them go because they have Brandon. Exactly. Now, I, I'm not saying that's the right thing. I just see that being something that they do. That's cool.
0: You know
2: what's wrong. gonna happen? Lamelo gonna leave. I doubt it, bro. That's his man's.
0: That is true. He'll bleed
1: over man. it though. I don't think he's gonna be happy,
0: but I thought he'll bro, bro, but you see the he bleed.
2: But once he with Brandon on, bro, he's gonna be weak. I'm telling but you. But I feel
0: mean, like, listen, listen I think weak, all, bro. I think everything is sad. I think Brandon is. Yeah, you listening. know how Jabari,
2: you know how Jabari Smith started out his season. He gonna be just like that the whole all 82 games. I guarantee. you
0: you, would you say Javari is better than Brandon Miller?
2: Yes. You're coming out, coming yeah, out of the property. Yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes. Easily. It. I don't even have to think about that. Oh. Oh.
0: Okay. All right, I'm a Bro I'm is not getting
2: bro is not getting picked top five in that draft, bro. Stop. Well,
0: Wait, Lodge. Now, you know what, Kyrie, I'm going to switch it to Lodge first. Give me your thoughts. So outside of Brandon Miller, they drafted Nick Smith Dream with the 27th pick. I was actually surprised they drafted him, uh, with that pick. And then they drafted James Najee from Nigeria with a 31st pick. Then the 41st pick, Amari Bailey from UCLA. Really did not expect that one. So listen, Lodge, four draft picks. How do you think these guys factor in into the Hornets future? How did they improvement? And what's your thoughts on each guy?
2: I give them a C-minus off the bat.
0: C-minus? Um,
2: like, one, because I feel like their second-round picks were better than their first-round picks.
0: You do on like Brandon Miller. Come on, man.
2: No, it's not even about not liking him. Number one, he's not a number two prospect player <laughs> in any other draft, first of all. Number two, you already had a proven player in Miles Bridges that plays the same position as him, which I highly doubt you get the same amount of production and same amount of out like, production, not even by points, but just overall production as a player on the, on the court. You're not getting that out, out from him, so whether you move on or don't move on, I don't see the point of having him. And Nick Smith Jr. That's another complete project, and then you go and draft a, a developed rookie in Amari Bailey, who I feel like, well, to me, I don't see how he he doesn't get more minutes than him. So it's just like in the, gym, the James Najee in the James Naji pick. Honestly, the Hornets are log jammed everywhere. They have, like, well, three, four different rim runners from, like, three different four draft classes.
0: Well, well, a well, lot. Like, like
2: now they draft. They have, like, old guard and Terry Rose Rozier. Now now they just drafted two more in Nick Smith well, Jr. and Amari Bailey.
0: Granted, granted though, and I'm sure Kyrie watched UCLA play, when Amari went to a seasoned veteran squad in UCLA, so he had to play more of a – he was really playing more off the bench. But I will say, when he did get his time to shine over the last seven games when Jalen Clark got injured, Kyrie, if you remember – uh he, he was averaging eighteen eighteen, seventeen points a game. Yeah, percent To me shoot, that's
2: his, that's their best pick of the draft. And honestly, he doesn't even fit with them.
0: It's, he doesn't even fit with them if we're being really honest. He doesn't at all. But you gotta try to make it work. He was a five star, you know, top ten, top fifteen recruit. And, 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 yeah, and, and when, and when cool. he got his time in the biggest moments, he showed out. Bro, so I just don't like, see why – I I just
2: don't I just know why you – But Nick Smith, James bro, you draft, Scoot, and bring back Miles, bro. Tickets are <laughs> getting <laughs> sold out, bro. They're, I don't know what we talk about right now. So you just dislike just – just the horns is Bro, like, the, the team could be so much better, bro. You, I I, I can give you exactly what they could have done right here. They could have drafted okay. Scoot at number two. Okay. okay, Where's their next pick at? Hold on. Where is it at? Hold on. I was just 27th saying. pick. And hey, we'll, we'll, Nick Smith Jr. Bro, oh, they, they could have drafted a they could have drafted a Gordon Hayward p- replacement with Ben Shepard right there. Okay,
0: all right. What about the thirty first pick?
2: Well, what you said? Which pick? The
0: thirty first
2: pick. The thirty first pick. James Najee, yeah. He probably could have stayed. Leonard Miller. You Leonard have Kai Jones, bro. You got oh. Kai Jones. You got you got oh, PJ. Right. It's just well, PJ's it's too, many you. P- 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 uh, too many of the same. PJ is P- P- uh, too many of the same.
0: Is PJ free? A restricted or is He's an unrestricted free oh I don't know, well, bro. Bro, probably only gonna get a job in Charlotte. For real, for real, bro. Not, nah, he, he 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 He'll get some interest from a couple teams. Uh, but um, all right, so C minus lies. You just dislike the whole hornet Jazz selection just bro. Yeah. They could have walked out with
2: a way better situation, bro. You draft school whether they work or not, you can just let go of like Mellow, bro.
0: Ah, okay, Kyrie, hold on, I'm gonna swing it to you now, Kyrie. Give me your thoughts. We, we, uh, yeah. hold on, Kyrie. Give me it. Th- I gotta hear your thoughts, man. I- I'm so interested yeah. right now. I'm not as
1: hard on them as, as Liza is, even though I, I do agree with a lot of what, he, of what he's saying. I don't believe Brandon Miller's the number two overall prospect. Mm. Um, I think Scoot Henderson should have went there and they should have just made him, but LaMelo, work it out. Wait, 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 wait,
2: wait, wait. wait, wait. Could you imagine if they would have drafted a man right there, bro?
1: That's
2: they don't even have to draft Scoot. Yeah. No, that, no that, that, they, don't, they don't even have to draft Scoot. A man over
0: Scoot? Ah.
1: Bro, Honestly. That would've worked out because if Portland still if if Portland still would have school, they could have did a swap right there. Like, that'd have
0: been that have been mm, I,
1: Or or vice versa or vice versa. Or but, if Portland wanted a men, they could've did a swap right there. So like too. they they could've made things work. But but you choosing But you're doing the same
0: thing. So but but you doing the same thing. You're kinda of choosing fit over because you're doing the same thing when I choose Brandon Miller. So at that point school is the better player than both those guys. You're, you're, you're not right. even. The like, not even. Doing not same even. Thing. You
2: can argue, but you can argue the better fit is a man overall over the three options easily.
0: They're, so because they're both 6'7 seven, oh, he
2: literally he. There's not they're a both six seven, right? on that. A, and he plays elite defense, bro. Elite defense. Better shoot. athlete than Lamelo. Need to shoot. shoot, he doesn't need he to shoot. Lamelo's there to
0: shoot. You got your, your two guard gotta be, the well, three,
2: whatever you want to no, play. No, he don't. He's not that
0: big of either. Oh, he don't. But Scoot's definitely uh, a, a better, a, a better shot creator. He he's better than a shot man. Shot maker. That's
1: not gonna be something you rely on day one. He's when he, when he, he I outside.
2: guarantee you, a man, a man would have walked out his rookie season with 15 7 and seven with like three yeah. Okay. <laughs> Easily, bro. Brandon, yeah. brand Brandon, 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 gonna drop a cool sixteen, three and three, bro. And I think Brandon
0: I think, Brandon, I think Brandon, average between seventeen and eighteen points, get eight oh boards. Why, oh he, why are you doing that?
2: Why
0: are you doing
1: I, that? I get, give him, I give, them, I give them anywhere from ten to fourteen. Really?
0: Why not seventeen to 18? 16 to eighteen? You guys really think that? Really?
1: Yeah. I, yeah. I just don't, I just don't. Really.
0: That. I, okay. I just
1: don't think that highly of okay. I really don't. Okay. But I want to get on to the other picks because I, I honestly like – I kind of like them. Um, the Nick Smith one kind of confused me. Um, I assume they're letting Theo Malladin go as he's a restricted free agent as well, and I think they're going to try to find somewhere for Terry Rozier to go so he can compete. If that's mm-hmm. the case, like Lyle's mentioned, he's still a project, but he feels somebody can get up and down the floor and play with those guys. and He's, he's got good instincts. Right. Um he was you gotta remember he was considered a lottery talent for a very long time too.
2: Sure was. So I get him at uh,
1: twenty seven, it's uh, not, not bad. But but if he doesn't work out, it doesn't kill you either. Um James Dazy I kinda like because even though he he is in the same mode as a lot a lot of the big men that they've picked these past couple of years, like Ty Jones, um blanket on his name, Mark Williams,
0: no, um, guys. Nick Richards, a few years
1: back. They, uh, Nick James Richards
0: James has developed himself into a solid big man. Definitely earned still, his contract. Outside of him,
1: those guys are, are pretty – outside of Nick Ridges, those guys are pretty, like, thin. So I think James Ozzie, he's, he's a little different where he's got an NBA built, like, body from day one. Um, he's a tenacious rebounder. He's solid around he's, – he's very active around the rim. And he's been working this summer with Serge Ibaka over there in Spain. So I, I kind of like what he's – what I've seen in workouts, what he's been added to his game. Um, as far as like touch around the rim and just his awareness overall. Um, and then lastly we with Amari Bailey. I think this is, this is probably one of their best and one of their most safest picks because I can see him producing uh, from like from the rip, To be honest with you guys, um, For he he has a steady like mature play style to him where I think he'll earn himself minutes early. I think his that outside jump shot translates. He's going to have some trouble some problems finishing out the rim too. But his playmaking ability, his ability to create of the pick and roll, I think is going to take him a long way. And um, I, I can definitely see him in, in certain lines playing with Lamelo Ball. I, I, I definitely see that. And um, yeah, I, I gotta give them probably give them a C plus, just because I think getting Scoot would have made everything so much better for them, and it wouldn't make it wouldn't be this question mark as far as Brandon Miller and uh, and, and Miles Bridges goes. And I want to make it I like I want to make the case clear. I'm not saying I'm not like predicting Brandon Miller to be like a type any type of buster or anything like that. I'm not saying he's like guaranteed to underwhelm. I'm saying I personally don't see much in him, but he does have redeemable traits and he does have things in his game like to to be excited about, especially the outside shooting. Um he's a sneaky good athlete at six nine two hundred 200 with like a 7 like I think around a 7 foot wingspan. Um he, he's got to show that he can do more things in his games though, outside of shooting, outside of score, and that he can get to the rim on a consistent basis because if he if he's there and, 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 and Miles goes, he's not really a go-to type of scorer on, on on the NBA level, in my opinion, that he was in the college level. He he doesn't have the ball-handle ability to beat. So I think they're going to have to make, make a lot of things work. Yeah, Very good question. This, it was good.
2: Brandon Miller, a better scoring prospect uh, prospect than Amani. Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah, yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. 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 Yes.
2: crazy Yes. Yes. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad that was the last thing. You drunk as hell. Anyway,
0: you not watch this man
2: the regular season. Oh, no didn't, I didn't see a. Oh, I didn't see a damn video of Brandon Miller. a damn my damn life until he got to college. Dude. what type, bro? Stop, Dude. bro. You know, we you know what. Right. No. Are you, are you talking like a about
1: a prospect entering the NBA or entering college?
2: Bro, either one.
0: As a prospect overall, right now? Brandon Miller, man.
2: Bro, oh my,
1: my gosh. Brandon- I know it. Right? But-, well, but this is the thing though, we we gotta put in we gotta put it in perspective. Brandon Miller, he's a much more efficient shooter than Imani Base was. But at the same time, Imani Bates didn't have the stat team that could kinda of alleviate a lot of pressure off of off of him like Imani Bates. Imani Bates had a guy like Javon Quinnley there.
2: Whoa. yeah, I I, 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 I not seen this man. He like 30 straight and win a game for Eastern Michigan. I do not want to hear none of that at all. man can't man. even dribble. He cannot even, bro. He can't dribble, bro. He can't dribble. He can't create. <laughs> not a damn thing. What is he creating, bro? Listen. What is he creating, Colin? He's gonna be sitting in the corner spotting up, wait, wait, wait for Gordon Hero, Uncle Gordon, the dying officer. <laughs> corny.
0: Listen. I can't, hell, I can't wait, bro! I can't wait for summer league, man! I cannot wait bro, for and guess summer what? Brandon league. Brandon
2: probably won't even play. Brandon probably won't even play. He's gonna get injured too.
0: I think he too. will because I think be he's if Victor,
2: him and supposed
1: to play like the first exactly,
0: game. exactly. right, right? And yeah, I heard Victor he He's not playing for France this summer. He's not even playing any type of summer league, any type of game. He's gonna, I mean, not summer league. Um, you know, other other man, other Yeah,
1: He's not gonna play the first. He's not gonna play the first summer league session, but he's gonna play
0: after that. Right, so listen to me. Uh listen, I can't wait. If if the Hornets ever play the Cavaliers, best believes I'm calling you. We're gonna watch that game. I can't wait. I can't Shit. wait. If they match sure. up against each other too, oh my god. That's it. I'm
2: gonna leave it. That that yeah. <laughs> Jeremy Stohan playing, he
1: he locked it all that down. That's all a mistake. If s if Sohar played look. Summer League this year, he's locking all that down. So that's all a mistake.
0: I'm to lie. you're gonna be hey, look, We're gonna edit off on that though. Listen, we're gonna edit uh. off with that one. That concludes episode 117 of the Restricted Zone podcast. I love it. Great episode. I enjoyed this episode as much as hopefully you guys enjoyed listening to us record this episode. Definitely leave a like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. You can follow us on all streaming platforms. I'm talking about Apple, Spotify, our Heart radio, Google Podcasts, you name it. Amazon Music. We're on there. Just stream, share it out with your friends. We definitely appreciate it. We'll be back with more episodes WWE, NBA. NFL baseball, so just be on the lookout for that. Like I said, turn on post notifications, subscribe, and like, and we will be back. RZP. Thanks, everybody.